What up, guys? Welcome to the Success Trajectory Podcast. My name's T.O. Bogdan. I'm a retired engineer, entrepreneur, investor, and huge car enthusiast. We will be talking about real estate, investing, personal development, and what I and my guests have done to build the life that we want on our own terms. My goal is to help people find their own path to their own success trajectory. Let's get started. say you're looking at a small multifamily and uh, trying to think of what to ask the owner. Some important items to ask for, right? And obviously that's, you know, you get the price and you get what the times are paying if it's occupied. Um, so that kind of gets you to figure out if you got somewhat of a deal on your hands or if it's maybe not a deal, right? Let's just say you're dealing with like the owner directly, right? Um, I would say for the smaller stuff, let's say like a duplex, three unit or a four unit, I guess it could go even higher. But for this example, let's just stick to smaller stuff, but who pays the utilities, right? And it's important for like smaller units. Um, I guess it could be even like a 10 unit. I've seen that it's been like a big house that's converted, that's been converted and, um, you got to figure out who pays the utilities, right? I've seen big houses that have been converted into like five or six or seven or eight units. And it's all on one meter, right? And like one circuit controls like a third of that unit and a fourth of this one and like a fifth of that one. It's like all weird and jumbled up. Um, but the main reason is that you as a landlord, if you purchase the property, you're going to be in charge of paying for the gas and electric, right? And water and sewer, right? And trash and all the other stuff that goes along with it. But for smaller properties, um, like a duplex, it's really important to look for um, who actually pays the utilities, right? And I've seen cases where landlords will be like, oh yeah, we don't pay anything, right? The tenants pay it all. And you kind of go and look at it and you find out that, you know, in the basement, let's just say it has a basement, <laughs> um, there's one furnace, right? And the one furnace feeds both units. And, right, that means one person or one, one person, one of the tenants has the control for the temperature, right? And then one tenant essentially pays the gas or electric or both. And then he has to get the money from the other tenant, right? So in cases like that, I try to stay away from those because that can just be a headache, right? You have enough headaches as a property owner. You don't want to add extra ones, mostly ones that aren't necessary, right? For example, you paying the gas and electric and water, right? That it's usually common that the landlord pays water, but it's just a pain, right? The biggest pain is when they're all on the same meter and they pay it, right? Because maybe there's a, I don't know, something between tenants, right? And then you gotta be the middleman and be like, okay, why do you not want to pay the bill? Just it just adds more of 
more of a pain in the ass. This is what I'm trying to get at. And you want to keep your pain in the ass at a minimum, right? And even if you use a property manager, they don't want to deal with that either, right? I mean, they would, but why, why, why buy a property when you're going into it knowing that you're going to have to deal with that? When you can probably buy the exact same property that has like two furnaces, or not even two furnaces, whatever, it could be baseboard, but um, it has two gas meters, if we're talking about duplex, and two electric meters, so each tenant pays their own utility, and then you literally don't have to worry about that. So I think that's probably one of the most important things is figuring out who pays utilities, because the numbers might look really sweet, but when you figure out that you have to pay for all the utilities maybe, um, that really kills the cash flow. And probably the biggest issue is it takes an investment that I think is pretty predictable. So like when you buy a property, you can be like, okay, I gotta pay this much for my mortgage, this much for my taxes, this much for insurance, this much for whatever. Um, I get this much rent, I know how much money I'm gonna make every month, right? When you put the utilities in there, it's a, it's a wild ball, right? You you have no idea. You you don't know if they're just having all the lights on. You you don't know if they're who knows growing in one of the rooms and your bill's gonna be like a thousand dollars a month. Uh, you don't know if they like their house to be like Arizona and it's like a hundred degrees in there, which means the furnace is running nonstop, right? Same. So it's a wild ball, wild card. It's a wild card when you have to pay utilities such as gas and electric, right? Um, and water. It, it depends how you're metered, right? A lot of places aren't metered by water, but you can still do cool chargebacks on them. But again, more work that you could usually avoid. So if you're looking at smaller multifamily, just kind of look out for that. A lot of properties have been converted from like a single family to a multi, who knows, like in the 50s, 60s maybe even sooner, right? And um, <clears throat> they're all on one meter. And that really makes things, from a management standpoint, more difficult. Um, so let's just say you have, a, you have a duplex and you're dealing with all this craziness where you could probably have a t 10 unit that's all separately metered and you don't have to deal with any of those issues. So the 10 unit, even though it's bigger, with more tenants, more people, more headaches, it actually has less headaches because it's separately metered from Hope this helps. If you have any questions, let me know. I'd love to help. Bye. Hey, thank you for listening to the Success Trajectory Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends about us. For more content, you can follow me on Instagram at RealTOBogdan. And everywhere else, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube, T.O. Bogdan. Thanks again, and I'll see you on the next one.